Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. Okay, all we ever want to do at Fast Facts is invite the innovators and the disruptors and the incredible female leaders we watch walk through these doors. And so today we have Carrie Kaiser. She's the Chief Marketing and Experience Officer at Children's, and she is nearing her eight-year mark at this amazing institution and Shelly already wants to talk. Yeah, no, I'm like ready to jump in. So that's like this cool title and all, but basically it says, I come up with cool stuff, we make cool stuff happen, we innovate in the community, and it anything's possible because we've seen you do it within the slate i That's could true. just be chief wacky officer I you like know that. wacky idea <laughs> officer because i come up with these big wacky ideas and i'm always so lucky to work with incredible people who go oh i'll make that wacky idea a reality i know and i don't even know if we're allowed to say some of the stuff we've seen happen here but i i remember one day a big bus can you shake your head yes or no if i can big talk about bus. you a can big, talk about the big okay. bus <laughs> so this is like when the slate first opens up just so people understand like what do you mean by wacky ideas because when you think of a hospital you don't think like oh let's be wacky but like in order to encourage the executives tell them what you did here yeah well we wanted um you know as we're looking at how we can transform the experience of children's health for our patients as we say it for our patients for those who love them their families and for those who enable and provide their care all of our colleagues our physicians our providers we um, are really working on experience and realized one of the best things would be to go look at exemplars out in the community who really have experience nailed and so we brought our folks together at this wonderful slate location to spend a day talking through the principles of experience design and all kinds of things and then the big bus pulled in the next yeah. day which they didn't know was they coming. didn't know was coming they Baker just felt. thought we were going to stay here which they are madly in love with Um, And instead, we loaded them on a bus and we took them on a field trip and we took them around town to various different experience exemplars out in our community because we've got so many fabulous um, folks doing really great and different experiences for their consumers. Mm -hmm. And so they got to go to North Park Mall and a couple different retailers. We went to Lexus and we went to Lush and we went to a number of places, Warby Parker, different experiences. Smart. And they, you know, got to really experience the experience and then we went to american girl i loved this part this was my favorite part yes yeah we took them to american girl uh, the american girl doll store and they had assignments they were given it was kind of personas here is a child person that you're shopping for and here's who they are and here's what they like and so you had to you know buy a doll and figure out the pieces and then we took them upstairs to have lunch which is nothing better than seeing a bunch of executives sitting (laughs) in the cute little chairs oh gosh i would have paid to watch that it's awesome (laughs) tomato soup grilled cheese sandwiches we had it all but um the big 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 surprise was that a number of our patients and their families joined them for lunch Mm -hmm. and they sat at those cute little tables and had really powerful and honest conversations about the experiences these families had and good and bad and it is um 
profound how open they were. I mean, some of these were hard talks because some experiences are good and some experiences mm-hmm. are bad. And some experiences, you know, when you're talking about pediatric health care, yeah. are pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, as we say, came with their, you know, open minds and their whole hearts and they really listened. And then afterwards, we sat down and talked about in all these different places. What did we learn? What could we apply? How do we want to be different? And it was great. But yeah, the big old bus came in. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing like taking all your top executives on a field trip. We're like, oh gosh, where are they going? And then they told us and they were like, yeah, they're going to go have lunch at the American doll store. And yeah. they don't know. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Because like, here's this formal executive headed out. He has no clue. So how does your brain think? Like, how? where is all this coming from? Because people are trying to figure out how to build mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. And experiential marketing has become like the king, right? You can't just send me a pamphlet anymore. I've got it feel something mm-hmm. all the time I don't you know I don't exactly know sometimes I just have divergent thinking I think but <laughs> I mean the real big deal is we have wonderful people and one of the things we're working on right now is listening mm. so listening really hard to our patients and families and don't get defensive and don't have but listen hard to the core of what they want sometimes the specifics aren't where you want to get but get down deep to what they really need um and 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 think that through listen to our colleagues you know, watch mm-hmm. walk around and then be open to going to places that you know, there's nothing better than taking our male CEO into Lush, an American Girl doll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he, these are not places he's going to frequent sure. on a regular basis. But he, bless, he was wonderful. He really was open-minded. And so those are places where you can learn from others. I, mean, I have yeah. career hopped or industry hop through my whole career. And I think that does afford me the ability. I've been in consumer packaged goods and I've had, um, I started out at Frito-Lay. Okay. Yeah, I, I do want to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fill us Tell in. us Fill the us real in. path. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I do think you pick and choose little things that you love from each industry, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and you think about how can it cross over? How, how, like, this isn't done in this industry. Well, why not? Yeah, that, to me, that's always the thing. Just ask the big audacious, why not? Why can't we? Yeah, um, yeah so the path is as a recruiter in town said, call it your mosaic of experience. I think that will make you more marketable. Oh my gosh, that's it amazing. Is. Bless his heart, he's a, you love, love this gentleman. Um, <laughs> but it, I have uh, strategic consulting with Price Waterhouse mm-hmm. deep in my history. And then out of business school, I came to Dallas and worked for Frito-Lay and had an opportunity to work on all kinds of great brands. Was on the kids marketing, the first team that was stood up to do kids marketing at Frito-Lay. Because oh. back in the 80s, that was a new thing. Um, and then jumped out and did a number of high-tech uh, ventures, new huh. new ventures, early-stage ventures, um, kinds of things. I was in companies. I was sort of an operating partner. I had my own firm working. That was the early days when we didn't really buy things online. Uh-huh. And, you know, Websites were static, you know, brochureware, we would call it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was super early. Um, and then uh, actually uh, – ended up at a point at AT&T Performing Arts Center, which at that point was called the Dallas Center for the Performing Arts, mm-hmm. as part of the early leadership team coming in to do huh. sponsorship work and ultimately doing all kinds of things. And from there, came to Children's yeah. with no healthcare experience or no background, but bringing what you see in places. You know, For example, at Frito-Lay, did a lot of sponsorships with sports. PepsiCo mm-hmm. loves sports sponsorships, and we love them. <laughs> They're great. It's wonderful. Um, and that was, you know, it was the Dallas Center for the Performing Arts, and we were asked to look for a naming rights. It started out as a donor, you know, the Winspears and the yeah. Wileys and the Salmons and the Skokuses were such generous donors naming bits and pieces of the uh-huh. Performing Arts Center. But might we look at an, a, 
a bigger donor and everyone looked at donors and um, hmm. we really looked at what if we found a corporate sponsor hmm. and what might that look like? And that was back before AT&T had moved here. They were just coming oh. to Dallas. We knew they were looking for community engagement in addition to, you know, an actual sponsorship. And so my having background at Frida, right. doing sports type sponsorships, you realize what a corporate they're not a donor, so they're right. looking for how do I have ROI? How do I feed, yeah. you know, pay it out? And so there were a number of things we did with that. I know there's still some people who are very dismayed that if you fly over the top of the Windspear, there is a, I think it's a 110-foot-long logo with AT&T in it. But that was really important. They, yeah. I think that's really cool. They like I didn't that. know you were behind that. That's really interesting. That was fun. Oh, there no, was a whole big team it. of us. But Jody's like, fun. there's more. Okay, there's keep peeling the onion, Jodes. You're next. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I Jodes mean, like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, no, she is. She is. Well, no, because I heard a rumor <laughs> that you may have been behind one of the most innovative and perhaps well-received additions to the, to the AT&T Performing Arts Center, which is... The, the alcohol sippy cup. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jody loves cup. the sippy cup. The adult <laughs> sippy cup. Um, and, you know, and I, I think that will forever be one of my proudest things. Yeah, so you can confirm this. Kind of a wild idea that we had. And again, entire team of people made that work. They sourced, they logoed, they've got the, the top. So you have the no spill top because yep, that yep, is yep. a beautiful interior. But, you know, in the arts, it is hard and bless them right now with the COVID shutdown. Mm -hmm. This is a really, mm -hmm. really hard time to be in the arts of any type. Um, but, you know, revenue is a tough, you know, having the operating margins. And so one of the things was how do you get more out of your bar revenue? And in partnership with AT&T was how can you have wireless ordering? But then we realized people didn't get as many drinks because you had to toss them back yeah. quick at, as I lovingly called it, halftime. Yeah. You're not like doing shots. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. Which is, you know. But if cool you and put all, but, a top and right. you make it big and you can take it in, well, then, A, you can charge more because it's a bigger drink. And you might have now, did one Did you learn pound. this in college or was this at Price Waterhouse? Yeah, I don't know. How to take it, it back. Price, accountants just want to have fun. Yeah, okay. I have a feeling that's true. Did you say you had a background in paper goods? I mean, did the, the, is that consumer, consumer packaging? Goods. But, I mean, does that play into the sippy cup? No, um, that was, I think, just, just the deal was, what if they could take the drink in? Everybody was worried about spillage. Yeah, okay. A bunch of us, you know, my sense. kids were still younger at that point. I was like, well, what do we do with the kids? You put the adult sippy cup. Put yeah, you were right there in the middle of that fun. Jeez. Well, I mean, I feel like that we just need to, we're done. I'm kidding. No, right. We have so much no, more. No, the other I'm... one is when we were, and I we probably think you're behind this, confirm or deny, um, <laughs> the 7-Eleven pop-up. That uh, yes. Okay, so wait before yes. you before I'm you roll out. Obsessed. Okay, wait, hold on. So Jody and I are talking to people at Seven Eleven about some stuff here at the Slate, and we're like, "Hey, we hear that there was this like cool pop up, and it's happening." And Seven Eleven within just, children's, like, it's within, within children's, children's, and da da da. And they're talking to the lady. We don't know you're behind it yet. The lady's like, "Yeah, we've never moved this fast in our entire lives. This was a turn in three weeks, and she's going through all of this." And I'm like, "Well, who, who was your counterpart over at Children's?" You know, who is this? <laughs> then they said Carrie Kaiser. And literally, Jody, Jody looked at me and she's like, the bus, Shelly. It's the bus. <laughs> you know, all things. So where did you get the idea to do a pie? That's so awesome. You know, we had been talking with 7-Eleven. They have been interested in coming into hospitals. They do it internationally. They haven't done it yet mm -hmm. in the U.S. And we, you know, for a year or more, sort of toying with conversations. And so when COVID hit, and again, it was kind of the listening thing. We were yes. hearing... Our staff and profoundly moving stories of 
they couldn't get to the store. Remember the beginning of COVID, like yeah. the shelves were bare. You yeah. couldn't get, you had to game it. You had to know you had to be there at 7 a.m. when mm-hmm. they first loaded. Well, if you're a healthcare worker, you don't have a flexible schedule that can let you do that. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't get there. Or for some of them, going straight from work in their scrubs, there was bullying going on in the early days. Nobody wanted healthcare workers. Get out of here with your germy selves. Oh. And so we were hearing tearful stories. You know, I can't get diapers. I can't get food. I can't get formula for my babies. And we're crying. And everybody's like, okay, well, how are we going to source these things? And we, you know, the first idea is we're to have our supply chain, which gets our own food services things. Let's do that. Let's stand it up. I'm like, oh, people, this is not our core competency. Let's not do this. Let's call 7-Eleven. Let's let's see what we can do. Think bigger. Right. They're in town. They're wonderful people. Let's just give them a call. Um, yeah. And we had originally, I think the thought was, well, what if they could just pull up like a trailer and the right. store in a trailer? Because they do have a Slurpee thing we we oh, are well we, aware of. And we, we like want that. Slurpee. We, we our, need to yeah. make the Slurpee happen here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really the Slurpee do. truck. It yeah. came to the, it might have come to the hospital. Well, and next time you need it. to like send me a little invite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Very happy. In fact, that is the thing where i am the greatest disappointment that our pop-up store does not have slurpees (laughs) slurpees take a lot of infrastructure which is hard to do in a pop-up yeah but if we were to make it permanent there would be slurpees Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah yeah, no we called and we asked and they were like i don't know we've never done this let's see and yeah bless their hearts uh three weeks we had it up and going and that included i I think we frightened them because like well you can't get permits that fast we're like oh they mentioned the permits to us yeah they they did they did they're like well you know you're gonna have to pull permit i was like well you did it in three weeks for children's (laughs) like yeah they're kind of a big deal yeah (laughs) well it was if it weren't for pediatric health care i would say the way we said it was like hold my beer we got this because we've got these wonderful government relations people Mm -hmm. who work for children's and we're a children's hospital we have such great relationships with our community and so our people swung into action it was like yep we got the permits. What do you want now? Wow. And they were kind of speechless because, you know, they, they have like all good corporate. They have good hierarchies. They have processes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of back to the why not? Let's look big audacious idea and be relentless and just keep pushing. One smidge wacky. I'm so sad to hear. I hadn't really heard this before about um, healthcare workers at the beginning kind of being yeah. bullied, bullied and shunned. That's so interesting because all we see now is, you know, healthcare heroes. And so when did that when did that dialogue change? I think that it changed pretty quickly, but in the very beginning when we didn't know enough and and, and they also were it was at the same time they were getting heroes in certain places and yeah. there were certain, you know, people who mm-hmm. were just very nervous. scared and very upset and nervous and it was get out, getting glared at. And we had someone say when she was filling up gas in her scrubs she you know had people threatening her it was a really scary time in the beginning and it's hard i think gosh that was only six months ago right i I think it's hard to i think like every time i tell a story i do try to tend to be like and remember at this time we were all thinking blank it's i mean right it is hard to put your mind it's easy to look back and say we should have this and that it's like no at this time we were thinking what's happening yeah right i mean think it, it feels like eons ago. And I think about you guys and how fast you pivoted. I mean, I tell you're telling stories about me. I tell stories about you guys to people what? like, hey, you had a business model. Yeah. You had a studio and you saw where it was going. You're like, well, studio's not big enough. Need to make that bigger. Need to do. I mean, that was mm-hmm. such a super smart pivot mm-hmm. you guys did to say, well, let's see what our community is going to need. Here's what they're going to need. Yeah. Virtual 
and everything. It's the coolest virtual part, everything. no, virtual everything. <laughs> but what's so exciting, and like I can't tell you who emailed us today who wants to come back with some big celeb. We're so pumped about it already for, you know, <gasps> next spring because they may, they're making more money. They're yeah. actually, you know, like everybody, all these people, we used to be like, you should be on cam. And now they're like, okay, we need to learn how to embrace this. Even when the world comes right. back, there's going to be this hybrid yeah. level of things. You're reaching more people. They're comfortable. They can stay home. They're, you can send it all over the country and people can donate $10. They're getting much smaller donations, but a lot more of them. So it'll it'll be interesting. Well, you're very sweet. You've been one of our biggest supporters yeah. and it's fun to see the we stuff y'all you. come up with. No, so what is, smart. What has surprised you about you in the last six months? Like what? Ha- where have you grown? What have you learned uh, I've had to get more comfortable on camera as mm-hmm. we talk about mm-hmm. everything's virtual. Yep. Yep. And that it it surprises me because I am used to being in front of people. Mm-hmm. I am used to talking. I am not shy. You're not shy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To jump out front. But then when you get the camera and then you see yourself, you're like, oh, Zoom. You are not kind to women of a certain age. Like, <laughs> A, I don't like to see that. B, I don't really like my voice. So the the that is that part that's the superficial stuff that part's yeah. really surprising to me um but there there is i think some of the deeper stuff of um i do think of myself as really adaptable like okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna shift and i am also struggling with this when is this going to be over yeah. when are we going yeah. back and my logical brain knows we're not going back like fully yeah no. we're not, we'll we're not right. it will not be the same and, and in fact, for our own organization, I kept saying, let's not call it the new normal. Let's not, let's, let's I, refer to this as a path forward yeah. that we have an opportunity. Like my, my leader self says, let's talk about the path forward and what we can learn from this and what we should take along. And hey, there was stuff we were doing. We should never go back and do again. So let's leave that as we go on our path. So I can say all that, but deep in myself, I'm like, oh, I really just want this yeah. over and can yeah. we go back? And I'm, you know, and that is interesting that I feel like I have a personal dichotomy mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very normal. That's a lot. I mean, same, same, same. Well, I mean, because we, <laughs> we, we love what's happening in the studio, but even for us, it's like, gosh, I just wish all of our members were here at the same time instead of like, know. you know, in these different sections and watching their businesses grow instead of struggle. And, yeah. you know, there's all of that too. But I also think, I feel like people will, just the way that public speaking did have to become a skill set, for through, I mean, we took public speaking in college for a reason, but I don't think you take on camera anything no. in college. You know what I mean? I think well, that it is a full blown new skill set that certainly leadership. And you've done it; you're doing it all the time. But leadership across all industries is just going to have to become comfortable on camera. Everybody's a news anchor now, is what yeah. I keep saying. I know, and you know, they would force us to watch our videos back, and even with professional makeup and professional lighting, and them adjusting the lighting for what time of day you were on camera, because at Victory Park the lights hit you at this angle at four fifteen, and that's you know where it's shaded on Shelly's left eye, and I can see her. I mean, I'm I'm not kidding; they went this far. Even when you watched it back, you're like gosh, that outfit was cute in person. What happened? <laughs> and my lipstick is too bright. I mean, it's just, you got to just let go of some of it. That's that it is It is hard, though. It's really hard. And if I, if, if you've got Zoom out there listening, oh. hey, I just found out <laughs> over the weekend that they've got a setting that's buried deep in there, which is the, you know, fix my appearance setting. What? what? Yes, they're in Zoom, not Teams, not WebEx, Zoom. I will show it to you after There's a filter. <laughs> There's a filter. It's subtle, but there, like, Zoom. 
go into your data and do some data mining because women of a certain age would care. you need to be telling us that's there i did not need a friend from san francisco telling me what the heck how do you not know that? i also oh want gosh. you to know that you're just you're not the first to say that we have zoomed with many women of certain ages and actually it is one of the first things they always say so we I just hate created a Zoom room with a mm -hmm. professional camera and professional lights, and it'll mm -hmm. be ready in the next week so that people don't look so junky on Zoom. Bless you. With different backgrounds and stuff. So that's going to be a whole separate thing. But back to children's, though, where do you feel like you want to take this? Like, what is it? What is that thing in the back of your head? You're like, and in the next five years, we are going to blank. Like, is there some, when people think of children's, you really are desperate for them to think blank and that's your goal for the next five years and you were not sure what we're going to do to get there but or has, has future plan has some strategy changed because you've got to be so in the present with it changing every minute now um i think if you a couple of months ago we were so in the present but now we've hit a bit of a stride of course we're mm -hmm. all concerned about what the fall will be so mm -hmm. i should knock on wood here somewhere mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we're not back into the all we can do is manage minute by minute. Yeah. But we are back to kind of looking at the future. And I think, um, you know, I personally, and I, I think children's this is that we want children's health to be the place that any parent in this community thinks of as the place to take their child. And that just as renowned as we are for the healthcare we offer, you know, in partnership with UT Southwestern, you know, our academic affiliate, as well as the many other um, independent physicians who are credentialed and work at children's, we're known for the great quality care. I personally want us to also be known for, oh my God, that's the best experience. Yeah, It's so easy to get in. It's so seamless. You know what? Healthcare is hard. I mean, yeah. you guys have younger kids, you know, just trying to navigate. I, I would like us to be known for taking you know, a big old easy button mm. to healthcare <laughs> and making it easy and making it, 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 is just a better experience. I mean, no matter what, it's hard. It's healthcare. So you're there because mm -hmm. something's likely not going right. Mm -hmm. But if the way you got there was easy, if you felt communicated to, mm -hmm. if you felt your needs anticipated, if you felt like, you know, the amenities make a difference. Customer service at its highest. Right. Which doesn't really exist. People that is not around. So who no. do you look up to? And it doesn't have to be a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you went to those certain different groups here in Dallas, but anywhere globally. Like, who is a brand that you're like, wow, they are just really throwing spaghetti on the wall and trying stuff. This is incredible. I want to study how they're doing this. You know, I think there's a lot of those folks, and they're doing a lot of different things. Of course, we're so fortunate to be here in Dallas. You've got, like, the Southwest Airlines of the world who are legendary for what they do. And, and you know, watching them navigate through COVID yeah. and trying to stay true to those values and principles in what mm -hmm. is the most challenging. Mm -hmm. And to me, one of the you, – and in all of them, you have different sort of principles or best principles yeah. you can pull out. And I think for them, because they are so distributed, they have so many points of contact. You know, with our folks we talk about, we want them engaged, enabled, and empowered so that no matter where they are, they feel comfortable knowing here's the right thing to do and my organization has my back to do it. Southwest Airlines is so good at that. I mean, how many stories? It's legendary that we've Oh, yeah. Shared. Our brother works there. Know, and yeah. the stories he comes home and, and tells us right now about Gary Kelly's leadership are yeah. off the chain. And he's, he's like in awe. 
right. of it. He, he, so and much he wants to tell us what Gary said today. No, no, he calls us and he said, you know, for the oh, for the middle seat thing, somebody asked on their all call thing, well, when are we going to, let's make this about revenue, when are we going to start filling that middle seat? And he said, are we really going to tell people in August that we're going to take care of their families? And then in October, tell them we're going to take care of their families. And then all of a sudden, November, when there's not a vaccine, we just, we're cool with yeah. Filling the middle seat. I mean, it's just there's so many right principles behind they're, it. They're mm-hmm. very principled in what they do. And I think we can all look at you know, even a container store where they also have really wonderful, they've really understood their consumers at the most profound level more mm-hmm. than the consumers even know about themselves. Mm. And they're thoughtful. And the people who work there are so dedicated. Yes. And again, they want you to have the best organizational experience ever, which right now in COVID, we all want to have because we got to organize my way out of this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I need some labels. Are you watching the home edit? I haven't done I, this yet, but I'm it's all select. anyone's talking about. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, well, Netflix. much like Carrie home worked edit? with, much like Carrie, cool partnerships are actually a big part of leadership and they are, they've partnered with the two women that do the home edit. They organize everything in your home and they do a lot yeah, of celebrity right. homes and it's Reese beautiful. Reese Witherspoon loves them. Um, and can I, you bring her here why not okay Thanks. why not i'm listening wacky sure. yeah but they have a product at the container store and it is sold out oh interesting it's, on, it's a show it. on netflix too right okay can we do some seriously really random fast facts with uh miss yeah. carrie okay so you did start naturally singing before we were recording uh what is your favorite song to karaoke oh it's anything by aretha franklin hmm. but mostly respect Classic. okay <laughs> You got to go. Respect. Respect. I love um, it. So on my walking, solo walking, not my You're listening reference. to R E S P E S A T. Yes. Two and a half hours yes. of that. <laughs> Anything, Aretha. Okay. What's the most humbling thing uh, that your chil- that your children do for you? Oh my gosh! As she slumped, she, she just removed herself I just went from into the a full slump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. There's things. a long list of those. Um, I think there's so many. Like, you're not funny. You're not hip. What is that outfit? Oh my God, you've got daughters, right, oh, Jody? Yeah. yeah, a lot of commentary on your outfit. A lot of commentary on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, taking my daughter to college in Pennsylvania, they have. I can't remember what the motto is now, but I took a picture of the state sign. I'm like, oh, it's like the friendly state. I don't. Yeah, know it is. It, yeah, because Quakers and friendly. Yeah, there state. was something like that, and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is great. My daughter's like, you and I have really different standards. <laughs> Did she say it like that yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. That's also humbling. A lot of judginess. So any, I, it, the it's list just all is the long. time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that hair looks good on your mom? Oh my gosh. Oh, actually some. Yeah. Well, you know, you know Jody, you it's... only, Helen's only seven. Yeah. You oh. have a lot of time. It's going to, it's probably it's going to come. The boys do it a little less, although they do make fun of your musical taste often. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. if Aretha. you're blaring Aretha all day. Yeah. yeah. Did you play a college sport? I know you've raised some athletes i did not play a college sport um i was i paid for college all by myself so i nice. worked 40 to 60 hours a week during college so thus I she deserves i bartended my way through and i consider which it my is why she still. found the sippy cup today. favorite okay, favorite cocktail no it's yeah. all coming together what's yeah, your favorite, favorite cocktail? cocktail oh well again it has to have tequila but margarita mm-hmm. top shelf yeah. basically just tequila well, yeah, no, no none, definitely of, the, none sugar. of the mixers. No, none, none of the, the junk. Mi- no, I'm with no, you on no. that. Just actually, the meso mayo, if I'm allowed to say, has yeah, an avocado margarita. Makes me happy if you haven't had the avocado margarita. A little muddled avocado, some pineapple juice. You have a really busy week, Jenny. <laughs> that was um, good. I what is an ideal that. Friday night for you? 
Oh, that's so sad. I'm an introvert. No, me too. You're an extroverted introvert. I'm a super a charming. gregarious introvert. <gasps> and so Friday night, I usually Nothing. work late because everybody else clears out of the office about three. That means from three to eight. It's silence. It's silence. It's great. I can catch up on the emails. I can catch up on my to-do list. And then I crawl home. And in the old days, when I still got the paper copy of People magazine, oh. I'd slide onto the sofa and I'd read it cover to cover. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's a good Friday night. Now it's probably scrolling through social. But I yeah. bless my husband, who is an extrovert. Uh-huh. So he humors the Friday night is we're just not going to You do charge it. alone. Mm-hmm. 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 If you were to teach, if you were a college professor, what would you want to teach? Wow. I think you've got a lot of knowledge to impart. Jody's really smart, fun. Carrie. <laughs> Jody's real. That was like a smart no, Jody, question. Jody's like really educated. I actually just want to know. I, I, I feel like the only thing I'm qualified to teach is like pop culture. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're hey, not. Hey, hey, it's a it's How a, about it's a course. Do that. Well, there you can create people. courses now. So maybe what would the title of your course be? Mm. Oh, I think uh, that's a harder question. I think I? that is a harder question. <laughs> I do like right now. If it were this very moment, it'd be like pop culture in the days of COVID or something. No, it would be like go wacky, blow s h i t up. Yeah. yeah, that could be it. Well, yeah. that's my serious class. That would have that would be your right. serious class yeah. for the actually yeah. really young. That would be it. Well, what are we not asking you that we should know about you or children's, where you're going, where you've been before um, we go? Let's see. You, we get, often get asked, where are you from? That kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? And where um, did you go to school when you had your okay. bartending Well, job? that's a really weird. Uh, originally North Dakota. <gasps> I've never met anyone from North Dakota. But we just met the South Ooh. Dakota. Jada, she was South Dakota. Oh, so we've South got, Dakota. We've got all North the Dakotas. Dakota. Oh my we've God, got, we got the Dakotas. And then we wow. moved. Wow. So how many claim. people were like in your high school? Oh, well, so North Dakota high school, we probably had about 100 wow. at the time. And then sophomore <laughs> year, we multiple moved to grades? Montana. What? And so I really. So did you live you, the Yellowstone life? Wait, is that Wyoming or Montana? No. Well, okay. it's both. both. Okay, both. Okay. I grew up in Bozeman. I say I grew up in Bozeman. You grew up in Bozeman. Have you watched that? I haven't. That's on the watch list. Oh my list. gosh! I know. Everyone's. T- It'll fit on on a Friday my night. My brother uh, runs a ranch way up in the Wind River Range in Wyoming, and what? they're filming on his ranch. Wait, Shut what? Up. Okay, this is like. We have to get hats right I now. Know. I found the hats Jody's that they all wear. For it's the called ranch. Burns. I'm obsessed. You can apparently rent a little things for like you know eight million dollars for <laughs> one weekend. Yeah, it's yeah, very. No, yeah. it, it was not when I lived there, not cool. Like yeah, in the seventies, eighties, right. Montana, Wyoming were not cool. We it's were very not cool hip. Now, yeah. It's really and it's, it's really, really expensive. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I do think that's kind of formative of, mm-hmm. you know, my parents' families are all farmers, so uh-huh. you just work hard. Yeah. Yeah. Work, 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 work. Montana was like, oh, you work hard and you have fun because those people have fun. Mm. So that was good. They North, have avocado margaritas and they, <laughs> no, they do. They had a, no, they don't. Was fun. Yeah, oh, okay. no, no, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. They yeah. do. Oh. And they might just skip the avocado and the pineapple and just, just go straight to the sippy yeah. cup shots. Yeah. Just tequila, beer kind of thing. Um, college, much like the mosaic of experience, mosaic <laughs> of college, uh, started out at Montana State University. Go Bobcats. Um, and then did a exchange year at UMass Boston because mm. I was from Bozeman, Montana. And I thought yeah, every school it, it in Boston was, almost was like, Harvard. Mm-hmm. I must have what? been at Harvard. I mean, right? you, you yeah. were. You were. <laughs> it was the same thing. It was a commuter school. There was no on campus. You rode the train. It was great. But it was you got awesome. to live in Boston. And then I um, got really lucky and was able to transfer into Smith College, which is a small I private. I know Smith. Of course, all women's. All women's in yeah. Western Mass, which is. Jones. Little known fact, Jones I won the East Coast. Knowledge. I just won. I will. I won the Smith College Book Award in high school. 
Wait, what? What? What is happening here? Come back. <laughs> yeah, I have a book. You know, like you got the book awards, like colleges would give book awards. Yeah. And I won the, you didn't even apply for it. You just got this book. And it's like, you won the Smith College Book Award, Jodes. So mm. I love Smith. Thank you. That's Carrie, awesome. thank you. You're so welcome. You're Jody, so welcome. you know what's amazing about this podcast? How we much learn. I actually learned about Jody. <laughs> right? No, seriously. I, well, we never... are, and all of our connections. I know. It's, I we know. had a ton of those. That's amazing. And then how'd you get to Dallas? Um, so out of college, I worked on the oh, yeah, West the... Coast. But then I went to business school back in Boston. And out of business school, I was recruited to come to work at Frito-Lay. Oh, that's okay. right. Okay. And we are only staying for five years. Five years. Moved here in '92. I think we've exceeded the definitely five years. Yeah, our claim to fame is because we lived in Plano yeah. during Frito Lay's early years. Like yeah. we tasted that sun chip. As we, oh. we got to do the the, the we did them over. tests. You oh, know, you did. You were part of the taste panel. We got to be part of the taste panels, and I remember tasting the sun chip without knowing it was the sun chip yet. Yes. And I was like, this thing is remarkable. I cannot. Yes. This is number one. And then they created the sun chip, and I was like, I really thought because we were like <laughs> nine. I mean, it was like ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, we created you this. You did it. Yeah. We Those are were the fundraisers for churches and schools. They were the fundraisers. Mm-hmm. I think if they would get yep. a certain number of people to do it, they would, Frito-Lay would pay a certain amount of money. Yeah, they and did. That, that was, was how we got our panels. That was how wow. we did it. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. The greatest Shelly thing ever. Shelly has an amazing palate. Oh, did they let you go on the plant? No. Going in the plants. No. Frito-Lay might not like me saying this one, but at least in those days, you could eat off the line. Oh. So like Cheetos right out oh, of the fryers so and the Slurpee. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Sour like cream and ex- onion potato chips. Wait. Stop it. That's experiential. Hot. Okay, oh, so you need you need to mm. make that happen at Children's. Mm. We want the line, but you can have mm. like plexiglass between each tester. No, I'm kidding. That's right. That's amazing. I love it. It's awesome. What, and what a great organization. What a great too. organization. Well, I feel they like we fantastic. could talk to you for another two and a half hours. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll have to have a, a second round. Next time? Yeah. Uh, we will make that happen now cups. that we know. Yes. Please. Jody will bring her award from Smith College. Yes. I wish you would. I will bring the alcohol and you can bring respect. Yes. We done. can sing. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get you the karaoke thing. We're like... You know, like the whole, oh. suit. yeah, we have that at Jody's house because we do oh, karaoke yeah. on a Friday we night. Love karaoke. Our kids are, it's I horrible, love but that. we do that. Yeah. We don't really have lives, so it's really exciting. See, now that would be one of the things my kids wouldn't allow me to do. Yeah. Well, ours are still young enough. They think yeah. we're like pseudo cool, but we got to live it up while we can, yeah. shall. Yeah. That's what Go everyone says. Okay. Well, we can't wait to see what you do next in this space and in life because it is entertaining us. So thanks yes. for like full blown reality TV like live in front of our eyes yes. at all times it's yeah. awesome happy to be and thank you for co- asking me to come do this yeah. i'm so honored. thank you for it's what so you're fun. doing for our community and for i mean every you are and for leading. those families who are like emotionally yep. charged in a hospital giving them the experience that will help ease it one bit that's that's pretty impactful it's yes. so hard it's really hard right now yeah. extra hard visitor restrictions all kinds of things so mm-hmm. well, we want to give you me. yeah here high fives all okay, the virtual high, high fives yep, virtual and slate it slate it, it.